Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a long time. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time. Such a long time. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time. Such a long time. If you are ever trying to date Mora, all you have to do is put on some Post Malone and you're in. Instant panty dropper? Isn't that what they call it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I love Posty. Yeah, like that song too. St. Tropez. This is going to St. Tropez just because of Post Malone. Yeah, I'm going to France next week uh, for a friend's wedding. And I'm going down to Nice and Monaco and Cannes. And then this song came out and I'm like, I rented a car. I might as well drive over to St. Tropez and blast it when I get there. You know, I had a totally different experience when I went to the south of France. Actually, where I uh, I did go to the south of France, but uh, I'm thinking of going to Normandy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I finished reading a book about Canada's involvement in the Second World War while sitting on Juneau Beach uh-huh. in Normandy. Yes. Whereas I probably should have been listening to Post Malone cruising down the Riviera. And uh, You chose to make yourself sad on vacation. No, I, I did a bunch of stuff. I did this big trip with my wife, and I, I spent a day in Normandy, but I also did south of France in Monaco and uh, a place called Beaulieu-sur-Mer, which is just outside of Monaco. It's pretty sweet down there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Monaco because I'm a big Formula One racing fan, and oh. I've always wanted to go to yeah. the Monaco Grand Prix. Now the Grand Prix is not happening uh, this weekend or that week. I'm there, but uh, well, thank God you'd never be able to get in. Yeah, yeah. you know it's filled with too many rich people. Yes, you'd have to pay for access and stuff. Yeah, Monaco is a cool city. Monaco is one of those places where you go, and there's a bunch of them all around the Mediterranean and parts of the world that have those super yachts. With just the, and they're parked one after another after another, and you can just walk around that marina, and uh, it's kind of disgusting how much money some people have. I like wonder, it seems unfair. I wonder if there's ever a chance that you could get invited onto one of those yachts. You know, you're just kind of cruising around the docks. Of course, but Next you got to be like a super hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> or her they're not bundus. looking. They're not looking for <laughs> not dudes. Looking for me. No, there's no one on that. No. <laughs> They're not forget for about it. No, and I mean it's going to sound sexist, but I feel like uh, the people that are into being on those boats are dudes looking to pick up hot chicks. Right? Like I don't think there's some rich woman who's out there with her girlfriends looking to pick up Bundes. Well, listen, on that if boat. the tables were turned and there was, let's say I was a rich woman and I parked my yacht right mm-hmm. there. 
Would you guys come on board? Yeah. Yeah. I'd hit up your boat for sure. <laughs> I'd rock I your would. boat. <laughs> if you're on one of those super yachts, yeah. I would love for that to happen. Look, I do a lot of sailing in the summer uh-huh. on a boat, and uh, most of it's around a thousand islands. Do you know how many times I thought oh, how cool it'd be if I was sailing around there and then a boat full of chicks pulled up? <laughs> next to me and anchored right beside my boat. Pretty sure that's, I've seen that scene in a movie before. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know how many times that's happened? How many? Over, I don't know, over a decade of sailing in that area. Zero times. It doesn't happen. Not once. Not once have I ever seen a boat just full of women. A dock? A dock full? You must see dock parties. I've kind of sailed past a cottage where there's been people suntanning out there. Yeah. But there's always dudes there, too. It's never just all chicks. And I know it happens, <laughs> but it's like um, like a unicorn. You know, like it probably, maybe there's one out there somewhere. Yeah. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, it never once. Happens. I mean, this but is... I'm married, so it doesn't even right. matter. It's not like I need that kind of distraction anyway. I was once sitting on a patio with a girlfriend on College Street in downtown Toronto, and these guys invited us back to their place they were having a party that night mm. and they lit- that's so sketchy that you just go to yeah, some guy's place to- and you'd never met them oh my before God. i've gotten into the back of convertibles when people offer to give me a ride i'm always like yes <laughs> i'm down <laughs> it doesn't mean i've agreed to have sex with you it no, just means i've agreed to like rip it for a little bit with you that's what i love about you i always say it. you're up for anything <laughs> yeah some guys will come up and be like hey you want to come to my place and party yeah, Morris in. <laughs> yeah, Let's I'm go. Down. Yeah, this guy's house. So it turns out he lived in one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in Toronto. And he was one of the guys who founded the software for online gambling. So he was like 30 and a multimillionaire. Oh. And this house was the most insane house I have ever been to with the infinity pool on a ravine. Like where? Rosedale in or Rosedale. Bridal Path? In Rosedale. Okay. <gasps> As we pulled up, I'm like, yes, I'm so glad we got in this car. And then we were like, I am going to hook up with you if you want. No, you know, he had a girlfriend there. His his lovely girlfriend Wait a second. There. So he's with guys. He's with a bunch of single guys. Uh, so he was just trying to rally up some he, troops, some options for his friends? For his buddies, probably. But like, yeah, he, he was there with his girlfriend and then some of his guy friends. He lives in a mansion you know obviously live with him okay so when they asked you to go to the house uh-huh. the girlfriend's nowhere to be seen she's no, back at the house she's back at the so house. so when you show up at the house is she looking at you like oh what have you done why you brought this trashy uh blonde girl home i don't think she lived there i think okay. th- and this is probably just par for the course for the guys and by the way what is the trashy comment <laughs> about <laughs> i was looking good i'm that just night. imagining her point of view like if i was um if I was at home uh-huh. and Deb came in through the door <laughs> with a bunch of dudes yeah, no. <laughs> for for her single friends, yeah, I would be pissed about that. You would? I'd be like, who are these douchey guys? Like, already I'm judging them. I'm oh. like, who are these douchey guys coming into my house? I don't care if she has single friends or not. I don't want Deb to be the ringleader of the whole operation. Oh. Forget about well, it. that's too bad. I know. I'm a, a good a friend. Kill. I'm a very good wing woman. Yeah. Uh, dating rich people probably is awesome. Yes. Well, remember Andrea, who we used to work with? Yeah. She dated a billionaire she in did. Montreal, and she would tell us stories about what it was like to date a billionaire. Um, so she would have a car sent to pick her up 
to bring her to the helipad where she'd get on a private helicopter and go up to their, <laughs> quote, chalet up north. Right. It was like a super mansion. Uh-huh. She'd land on the landing pad at the mansion. Staff would be there to greet her with a drink take her bag, unpack it for her in the room she was staying in. Oh, my God. Like, when she brought this guy to meet her parents in Winnipeg, they they flew on a private private jet. jet. They took a private jet to Europe. Like, it's, it sounds pretty good. (laughs) It sounds I would be, if I were single today, let's say Deb dumps me. Yes. And I have the chance to marry a billionaire woman. Uh Like, let's say it's um, Jeff Bezos' wife. I forget her first name. But she's worth, you know... I think it's Rebecca? Well, I don't know. Whatever. She's worth so many billion dollars because uh, she was a part of developing Amazon with Jeff. And mm-hmm. so she got her chunk when they uh, divorced. And uh, if she said she wanted to date me, but she also wanted to see other people at the same time, I'd be okay with so much if she was that rich. No, but now she's treating you like a piece of meat. And I think I would be like, how do you want me? Medium rare or well done? (laughs) It sounds shallow, right? Yeah, but what if you're there and then she brings a bunch of other guys by and you're like, hey, what about me? I thought we were having fun. As long as I'm going to be around... To be a part of the, like, I don't want to be in with them, but (laughs) if everything's clean and on the up and up, I think I'd be super tolerant of a lot. (laughs) If if I was dating a billionaire, yeah, you know what kind of boat a billionaire could buy me? Uh, Anyway, (laughs) that sounds really shallow now. Yeah. No, it would be nice to to date someone with a lot of money. I'll tell you something else. People very rarely break up with billionaires. Yeah. Billionaires tend to break up with you. Yes. That's what because happened with our friend. Because we're all a little shallow. We're all a little shallow she, that way. She got dumped. I mean, I wouldn't want to be with someone that I was like horrified by, you know, even if they were a billionaire. But if they were like cool and I had some attraction to them, I think I would tolerate them cheating on me. As long as I knew it was like that was the plan, you know. Mm-hmm. What about you? Me? Yeah, you're would dating I? a billionaire. Yeah. And he says... Um, no, I have to be the let's center say of attention. Let's say Matt <laughs> wins one of those crazy Powerball jackpots, okay? Uh-huh. He's won $800 million. And he's like, hey, babe, um, I want to like have an open relationship now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with open relationships. You know that. Okay, so re- even if he didn't have $800 million, he'd be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're, you can be open, too. Yeah. Yeah, it goes both ways. Like, I, I think there's nothing wrong with open relationships. I was in one in university. I thought it was, it just happened very organically. And um, my boyfriend at the time said he had some interest in men. And I'm like, well, you should explore that. And so he did. And I thought that was awesome. And then did he fully um, leave you for men or did he stick around? And um, No, we were together. We ended up breaking up. But I often wondered what would have happened if we stayed together. I'm sure we'd be in a fully open relationship. Um, but yeah, no, he got married. He's married with kids now. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Does he get to exercise his... Uh, oh, I don't know. Scratch that itch, so to speak? <laughs> I hope so. If he wants to be with other people? I hope so. But I'm not sure what their situation is. The only people I've ever known to have open relationships, it was usually um, a last-ditch effort to kind of stay together. Really? And it didn't work. But I, to be honest, I've known two people that would swing. 
And then it didn't work yeah. for them? Aww. I think the relationship was already done and they didn't want to uh-huh. admit it because they had children. Right. And then they decided to like explore other options and it still didn't work. I out, have so. a, f- a couple that are, that they've been together. I think they lost their virginity to each other. So they've been together for a really long time. They're in an open relationship. Totally happy. They've been in an open relationship ever since they started dating. Yeah, and are they always trying to get other people in on that scene? Yeah. Okay, that's what I would have thought. <laughs> it's because it's the best, probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we want to talk about today? Welcome to the podcast, by the way. Welcome! We have the entire interview with Loud Luxury coming up and Bryce Vine. Yeah, they were really nice guys. Amazing. You know some of their music. Uh, let me play you some clips. So, Loud Luxury teamed up with Bryce Vine for this song here. You like to drink and to smoke. That's sort of the newest song, but you know, you probably first discovered Loud Luxury through this song here. That song was all over the place for a long time. And then Bryce Vine, when it comes to his solo stuff, I really like this song here. I've been to One Oak. What is One Oak? Well, One Oaks is a club. They, I think it probably started in L.A. and then they opened one in Vegas. Or vice versa, they started in Vegas and opened one in L.A. I felt so uncool there. Is it really cool? It's really cool and it's really... Um, it's like really hip hop based music Ooh. as opposed to like full EDM. Mm-hmm. If you want EDM, you go to like Hakkasan in Vegas. And if you want like hip hop, you go to One Oak. Nice. And everybody knew all the songs at One Oak except for me. So you'd be out on the dance floor. <laughs> and then, you know, like when they turn the music off for a second, let the crowd sing in. Yeah. Everyone's like, hold the team up. And then I would just be looking around. Like, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I just felt like a wanker. <laughs> Anyway, they were really nice guys, so we have the full interview coming up at the end of this podcast. Also, we'll do a little grower or shower and uh, feature some new music, including from some bands that we don't necessarily play on Energy 95.3. Okay. Like, uh, we got new music from, what, Blink-182, Green Day, Follow Boy. Weezer. Weezer. uh, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff? (laughs) Steve Aoki and Backstreet Boys. I don't awesome. know. We'll, we'll, we'll pick some songs and we'll do a little grower or shower. Something that we promised we would talk about in our podcast in a little greater detail was uh, we were having a conversation earlier this week about grooming. Oh, yeah. Was that oh, even? God. It wasn't really even on the air. It was mostly off the air. Yeah. And Maura's trying to convince me. And uh, I'm just going to let you know right now, it's going to get a little graphic <laughs> here in a second. So if you are listening to this podcast and you have little ears nearby, just be aware. I think most people figured out that the podcasts aren't necessarily kid-friendly. I was anyway, telling you... That full Bush is back. I, full, I, I said, Bush is back, baby. Mm-hmm. Bush is back. Bush is back. You know what? I, I, I don't mind the Bush. Ah! Like it can't be a wild bush that's net like unkempt, right? But like, well, no, but like that's what that's what Moore is talking about. I'm is not that talking about wild bush? I'm talking about <laughs> streamlined bush. Yeah, streamlined bush. Yeah, I think the bear thing is over. Yeah, I, I, I'm. It's, it's, it's. It looks a little too young for me. Ah, yeah. There's that. 
I mean, for agreed, sure. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But you're not talking like... 70s Bush? 70s Bush is nope. back, is what Mora was trying to tell me, on <laughs> guys too. And I don't think that I don't think that's the case. I think that uh, once you experience a well-groomed workstation <laughs> for either men or women, yes. you appreciate it. I remember still the first time I took down that bush. And, Your own uh, bush? <laughs> my own bush. Okay. And I just remember thinking how much bigger everything looks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I thought, and then also, if you look after the uh, underneath parts. Mm-hmm. It's very freeing? Uh, it's just a, it's a better feeling when you're touched down there, oh. I find, when you have uh, very little hair as opposed to lots of it here's the thing i think it's sort of like if someone wants to give you a back rub do you want to have your fur coat on or your fur (laughs) coat off fur coat off yeah well that's it and so i just kind of feel like aesthetically it looks better but maybe that's because you know you watch adult movies and nobody very rarely has any kind of bush oh what are you talking about like females uh no men oh men okay yeah men are like shaved everywhere yeah i would say 95 percent in pornography and women no uh women lots of bush and lots i would say that's it i would say i maybe i'm not spending enough time on the internet these days i do And you're okay. seeing a you resurgence seeing? there too. Yeah, think? lots of lots of porn stars have like a kept, like a kept bush. Oh, I'm so happy to yeah. hear that. I really am. So this came up because I was at a cottage um, in the winter, and I happened to have had a couple of drinks and start saying "Bush is back." <laughs> and sure enough, Bush is back 2020. <laughs> and this couple that was there. 100% agreed and they were kind of like a newer couple and the guy said she had he's like I would never want her to take down that bush I love her bush and I was like yes bush is back and I <laughs> I don't watch pornography uh, at all um, I just don't and I'm so so that really is exciting to me to hear that yeah it's like like you know some actresses have like trademark things like oh that's the girl that with this or that's the girl that does that yeah a lot of them are known for their bush oh yeah that's so interesting because that is not uh, what i would search for in particular right i guess you could that could be something you search for right yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah there's a category for everything I mean, there's a category if you like people wearing red shoes versus black shoes. Really? Yeah. You just put red shoes in there and then boom, you're going to find tons of... It's It's kind of scary. In fact, we were talking about this on the air this week, uh, was that the majority of boys between uh, grade 7 and 11 mm-hmm. are getting their information uh, or their education on sex through pornography. Well, it's not just boys, it's girls too, but they watch more. So they're more susceptible to think that that's what the norm is, I guess. And that's totally scary to me, but- thinking about this generation. And I I mean, I guess I grew up with a fair bit of porn access to pornography and uh, I did okay, but it definitely skews your take on what sex is supposed to be if you're too entranced into that world. Totally. And imagine that was the only thing you ever saw before you had your first in- 
interaction yeah. was pornography yes and some of the stuff you see on there and like what do you know boys would think that women like certain things that clearly they're being paid for to act as though they like yes. in the movies you yes. know what i mean i've watched some porn and i'm like who is even getting pleasure in this moment i don't know there's so many people in there everyone's screaming <laughs> <laughs> what I- kind of porn are you watching <laughs> like gangbang porn or something. I don't even know where I saw this, but there was one guy having an orgasm and many, many women Mm. who were not being pleasured in the moment, but seeming to have a wonderful time, you know? Mm. It's all about that enthusiasm, you know? Mm -hmm. Sell it. Well, is Bush back? Why don't you tell us when you come back from the south of France, Candice, <gasps> yes. and tell us what the Europeans are up They're to. They're usually a bit ahead of us. I'm going to guess there's a lot more bush going on over there than here. Are we going to bring the gong back for when Bundes comes back from the south of France? I mean, we can. I, I don't know what your MO is on this trip. Probably a little different than when you went to Miami. This 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 trip, I was going to like just like see the sights. Right. Um, but, you know, whatever happens, happens. If the gong, you know, is there to be hit. I'm not going to say no. Right. Okay. But it's not like I'm actively going out there. You're open to possibilities. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hooking up in the south of France. Sounds nice, doesn't it? Oh, plus you're going to a wedding down there. And there's going to be single girls there? That's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. Nice. Fish in a barrel. (laughs) (laughs) For both sexes, you know? Women who want to pick up and guys who want to pick up. It's just going to be like shooting fish in a barrel. It's fun to live vicariously through Bundus. It really is. It's not that much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I get a little jealous sometimes. I know. Hey, come with me if you want. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, that sounds you, like a nightmare, too. Have you seen Tucker's <laughs> wife yet? No, I haven't. I have to say, so Tucker came by Old Town Bodega for his birthday last week. Your wife is so attractive. She's a good-looking woman, <gasps> for sure. She looked, She was definitely, besides myself, the most attractive woman in the bar that night, I would say. Cla- I would agree with you. Classy, you know. Yeah. No, she's hot. Oh boy. She's hot. Good for you. Full bush? Imagine if you had a full, full bush. bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question you can ask her. I'll save it. It's for not her. for me to say whether True. she has or she doesn't. True. Her choice. <laughs> Rude conversation. Uh, yeah. You want to get into Grower or Shower? Yes. Okay. What should we start with here? How about Weezer? I haven't heard from Weezer in a long time, right? Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. That's the oh, Weezer that I know. <laughs> no, Beverly Hills. I'm getting it mixed up with the sweater, right? What oh, is the sweater the, song? Yeah. What is that? If what? you want to destroy my sweater. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But what comes after the Beverly Hills one? Isn't it that like... Yeah. This is new Weezer. It's called The End of the Game. By the way, Weezer just announced they're going out on tour with Fall Out Boy and Green Day. Wow. And uh, they're going to be playing like the Toronto area in 2020. Like just under a year from now. I think it's August 2020. Rogers. And here is a new song called The End of the Game. Sounds 
sounds exactly what you'd imagine Weezer to sound like, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Which I like. We take the same type of melody. I can't remember the last time I listened to a new Weezer song by choice, though. Yeah. Not since I was a kid growing up with that famous album. Yes. I don't even remember the name of it now, but... Yeah, I don't remember that. But it had the sweater song and all that uh, stuff. Such a good album. Yeah. Okay. Okay, grower or shower, Mora? Shower. Bondes? Uh, I'd say show, shower. Okay, I was going to say grower for me, but it doesn't matter because the vote is in. Yeah. There you go. But two out of three votes. That is a shower. All right. Uh, you want to hear new Steve Aoki with Backstreet Boys? <laughs> yes. This is going to be weird, right? Uh, this is a song called Let It Be Me. What is the it's, issue, Mara? It's too fast. They're not going to be able to dance in unison with the chair and the cane uh, and the trench coat or whatever the hell. I thought you were going to drop one of your Mora bombs where it's like, you know what the issue with this song is? It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah, this is a club track and not a song that it would be easy to have them do their whole dancing in unison stuff, right? This part I can see. Have you heard enough to weigh in, Mora? Yeah. What do you got there? Grower. Bundes? Um, you know what? It's not bad. I, I'll say sure. Let it be me. I'm also saying uh, grower on that uh, one. Okay. It's going to take some time before we fall in love with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, where do we move on to now? What do you got? Well, I could do uh, Follow Boy. Okay. Uh, what was their big song? Uh, Bullet. Um... What was that song? Oh, oh. It is, come on. Going down, singing. Now I got to look it up. It's called Sugar, We're Going Down. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see if they could recreate that magic with this song here called Dear Future Self. She's full of seasons. So what they did to Jesus. Who to kill you for no reason and charge you for treason. I know this one's real fast. My phone, they got it on tap. Because every time I'm talking, I can hear them in the back. Is that a real voice, or is that all effects on his microphone, Bundes? I think that's a lot of harmonies. Is it? Yeah, okay. What do you got around here? I'm going to say, you know. I already know the answer to this. That's a grower. Yeah. It's kind of got like a like a 1950s California surf style, like, um, guitar playing in there, but it just it doesn't sound like Fallout Boy or what you would expect from Fallout Boy. It's a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Green Day. Oh. I mean, Green Day. These are all. It's interesting that there's so much uh, music out from alt rock bands. 
in the last week because yeah. it's kind of been a dead format for a long time for yeah. especially for these like older aging bands they haven't had a whole lot going on mm-hmm. okay Green Day and then uh, we'll get back to a song that we play on Energy Radio from Dean Lewis okay but first this is Green Day and the uh, name of the song is it's Father of All Motherfuckers eh? is the name of the song yeah but everybody's calling it Father of All because, because you can't, you can't say, say the <laughs> motherfucker on a radio no. station <laughs> It's the kind of song that I could probably get into if I was in the right frame of mind at the right place, but I, there would be about 80% of my day where I wouldn't want to hear this song. Yeah, unless I'm like snowboarding, <laughs> you know. Hitting the half pipe like yeah. you sometimes do. Like I sometimes do, guys. Yeah, I can, like I can tell that this song will be popular on active rock charts and, and active rock stations. Because well, uh, they have no choice. They have to play this. No, but it's like you can hear the hooks in it. Like It's got the hooks okay. for rock radio, but it's not personally what I would listen to. So All I would right. say grower for there me. There you go. That is a three-way grower here. Okay, one more before we wrap things up and we get to our fois, interview. S'il vous plaît. Um, Dean Lewis, you remember his first song, right? Deaner. Let me just play a little. Dean or Fubar? No, I remember Dean Lewis. Yeah, he's got like a an go. amazing voice. Uh, he's British, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Hang on a sec here. Great reason to buy lottery tickets online. Let's see. Okay, you guys remember Dean Lewis from this song here called Be All Right? Yeah, it's beautiful. And my friends say, I know you love her, but it's overnight. When you can hear somebody's accent when they're singing, you know? It'll be Okay, well, he's got a new song out, and it is called Waves. Have a listen. It comes and goes in waves. It always does. Okay. It always does. We watch as our young hearts fade yeah. into the flow. Into the flow. Little more upbeat. Okay, grower, sure, Mora. Grower for Diener. Grower? You just said you liked it. Shower for Diener. <laughs> no, yeah, I do like it. I do. You're going to say shower then? I meant to say shower, okay. not grower, yeah. Bundes? Yeah, I like this song. Um, it's a grower for me. A shower. Sorry, sorry. You got me messed up. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't even need to vote. I'm kind of on the fence about it, but it sounded all right. I like it better than the Green Day. I'm pretty sure 
if I remember correctly, that song was released in 2017. This song here that we just played? Yeah. And then, oh, but nobody knew about him? And then it, this has been a re-release um, mm. with a bunch of new remixes and recuts of the version. Because I, I pretty there's an acoustic version that came out in 2017 that I loved of that song. That sounds way different um, from what was originally released hmm. back then. I wonder if I can find that. Oh, you're right. This one was published... This is an acoustic version two years ago. Aha! And this is the, uh, this is like the song. So what you're saying is, is he wanted another hit, so they took an old one, gave it to a producer, and jazzed it up? I think that's exactly what happened. When we were kids. Oh, this is the Dean Lewis that I know. Right. Memory of a stolen place. Sounds so different. It comes and goes in waves. It always does. Yeah, I like this. I might like this better. I like it better I too. I wonder if it's some record label person who's like, no, we need to put a beat behind it. Yeah. No, I remember I heard this song in a, a TV show. I don't remember what the TV show was. By Grey's Anatomy, someone had just died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But I shazammed it because I thought it was such a beautiful track. And and all of a sudden, it popped up in our in our feed that it was re-released. This is Yeah, what's he doing? Don't let those music people tell you how to run your music, Dean. But yeah. I, maybe because it uh, never made it on the radio, then they figured there's got to be a way to get it back into everybody's, uh, you know, in their line of sight. I also, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Timbaland remix on the single new re-release of this song, Waves. Oh boy, Timbaland on it. You know how he does that? Those like beatboxes. Yeah, you're right. I got a Timberland version of that song. Trust me, oh my he's God. gonna go. What you, you think? Yeah, totally. I think we've given Dean Lewis enough time. <laughs> There's like 18 versions of this song, apparently. Okay, forget it. Uh, there you go. There you go. Listen to the original if you want the down-tempo version or the new one if you want to dance. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to it. This is our full interview with Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury, along with Bryce Vine, who is featured on the new song. We ready to do this? Let's do it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There they are. We got Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury here and Bryce Vine as well. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you for having us. Listen to this song. There's a drum. 
This is where things get real on the dance floor more. When that uh, yeah. part goes on, that's when you trigger the whole... <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the cannons and stuff yeah. like that. No, we, we saw it firsthand. We went to Bryce's concert yesterday in Hamilton, and it definitely was a really fantastic moment to see. Oh, yeah, when that song kicks in there and that drop happens and people just go crazy. Yeah, I don't really have anything else like it in the set either. Oh, so, really? Yeah, it's yeah. especially fun. That's the moment then. Yeah, and. Wow. Well, thanks for coming in here. So we got Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury, and we have Bryce Vine. Bryce Vine is featured on the uh, latest Loud Luxury song that we were just listening to called I'm Not Alright. But we also know Loud Luxury from songs like this, Love No More. And, uh, of course, I think it was the song that put them on my radar, and a lot of people's radar was this song right here. <laughs> but let's not forget about Bryce. You know, Bryce has got his own uh, thing going on. He doesn't need loud luxury. It's just like it was a nice little collaboration. I but... want loud luxury. <laughs> and we want Bryce. Uh, but listen to this. You know this. I've heard this once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> La La Land. And uh, also the song Drew Barrymore. You're the next Drew Barrymore. I like the vibe of those songs too. And all these other girls keep wondering what I fuck with you for. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so thanks for coming in, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Um, I don't even know where we start because we got like a whole team of people in here. Yeah. What's um, up, team? Squad. Okay, Make let me. Noise. Hi, Jamelia. Uh, <laughs> so. Loud Luxury, uh, Andrew and Joe, when you're working with someone, when you choose someone to work with, obviously when you're just starting out, it's a lot harder to find someone. Are you guys at a point now where you get to pick or people are coming to you saying, hey, next time you have a Wicked song, keep me in mind. I'd like to be the featured artist um, on it. Y- yes and no. I mean, like the way that Bryce and us got together, it's, it's super random. It's just we're huge fans of his music. And then we um, met through a friend in L.A. at a party. And we were just like, he was like, yeah, like I'm good buddies with Bryce. Do you want to meet him? We're like, hell yeah. Like he's incredible. And then we got in the studio the next day and it just kind of happened like that. That quick. And do you have the song and like, do you have the song as uh, as loud luxury and you bring Bryce in just to do the vocals or does he have a song that you figure out how to do something with? Well, Bryce came with an idea that was just the hook of the song with uh, the guitar that's actually on it right now. And then we were like, this is amazing. Like, let's Mm. definitely work on this and, and, and build it out. Does it ever go the other way where you get an artist in the studio and you you don't jive with them or they bring oh, yeah. something and you're like, oh, this is shit. <laughs> this Does is the it? worst ever. Is no. that actually more often the case? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But yeah. from the minute that we met Bryce, I remember, you know, we'd met this party and then he came over the next day and instantly there was just a good vibe. There it was a good energy. We didn't know even what we were going to do yet, mm-hmm. but we just knew that we were going to do something special. Yeah. Uh, we're with Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury and Bryce Vine as well. And uh, and Bryce, like, had you heard of these guys prior to, um, you know, everything? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I had heard Body everywhere. Like, mm. you couldn't <laughs> escape it even if yes. you wanted to. And I didn't want to, but it was... Uh, as soon as I heard, you know, from from mutual friends that they were interested, I w- I was excited to see what we could do because their whole energy, like us, you know, we were talking about, is just 
it matches mine, you know? Yeah, I, and I notice a lot, too, with the, the EDM artists who are working with uh, vocalists, is often it seems like you guys are trying to find somebody who's unknown. And then once they become known, they go off and do their own thing. Like, I, you know, if I think of the Chainsmokers and, you know, their early work with Dyer or a Halsey or something. And now, I don't know, like, could the Chainsmokers ever work with Halsey again? Or would she, would she be too expensive? Or Honestly, for us, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, if it's a good song, it's a good song. I don't care if it's the biggest artist in the world world or somebody who's like down the street on a like a street corner just busking like if it's a good song then yeah. that doesn't yeah. matter you, know? you gotta I mean, go this, into it with no ego for sure and it's got to be almost an advantage to find a nobody because they're going to be a little more easier to work with i would think in some respects yeah you, know? um, <laughs> you give me that like maybe no. not no i i don't know like we don't really think about it that way like yeah. you know we're not really some like scheming masterminds like all right we need the least well-known person yeah. possible to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, have yeah, our yeah, way yeah, and yeah. control it you know like for us it's just whatever cre- uh, produces a good song yeah we will chase that energy and follow that yeah and it's like kind of like a checklist are you a good person check uh-huh. is it a good song check Okay, cool. Done. It's kind of in reverse order, though. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Both of those, yeah. Bryce Vine, when you when you have a chance to collaborate with like an EDM duo, I don't even know how to classify anybody anymore. But that, I would put you in that category to an extent. Like, what do you like? Wh- how do you classify yourself as loud luxury? If you were to put yourself in a genre or a format, I mean, dance music's always been our biggest passion. We're DJs at heart. I cannot sing. Um, so I would definitely say that, uh, but it doesn't mean that our songs do not try and push genres and blend genres. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think and I'm it, not all right. It's a perfect example of mm-hmm. that. Sure. And it's so hard to p- put people in corners nowadays. But when you work with a, a crew like Loud Luxury and you, and you realize what it's like to be a part of a team, does it make you want to search that out again for your next project? Absolutely. I mean, nothing is better than success to broaden your horizons right and are you ever like hey do you guys need a third member of loud luxury and not just roll me <laughs> i in? am the third we'd be honored <laughs> you know forget about xanders and uh, whoever else you've worked with but just uh, to be nominated is an honor <laughs> these shows you guys do though are so epic what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at a loud luxury show that maybe the crowd um, didn't notice but you guys were we like, broke the stage the other day andrew and i were jumping <laughs> off we're it. we're playing in berlin and it was at the olympic stadium uh, that was where the stage was. Yeah. And uh, we we had jumped, and Andrew jumped just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> his landing was just a little bit too much, if you will. And then part of the stage collapsed, and we had, like, literally three, like, stage dudes underneath, like, trying to fix it and, like, tweak it. And, and they're like, don't step on this part because there's people under there. <laughs> I'm not sure if that means that I'm too thick now, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure that out. He got out. really self-conscious go, after yeah, that. I might need to go on a diet. <laughs> uh, you guys also do, like, some work at Hakkasan in Vegas, right? Which yes, is we, we do. A huge nightclub. I've uh, had one of the most epic nights of my life at Hakkasan, and I was there alone, if you can believe it. But you haven't because you haven't been there with I us. I know. I don't even know who was the guy. I, I don't think it was anyone overly famous uh, in my world, anyway, spinning that night, but... I mean, there was crazy stuff on that dance floor happening. When you're up there and you're looking down, what what do you see? Are you seeing people? Oh, oh, part of the reason why I do this is people watching. It's the best. (laughs) You have the best view in the house. And how do you guys, as a duo, like decide who's going to work the mix or whatever? You know, do man, we've been we've been fight over it. Like I'm going to play that song. Nah, we've been DJing together for years. You know, we started literally playing in like college bars. You know like ones you've probably frequented at some point in your life. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have that vibe down. You know, we definitely have a dynamic that works and we don't really overthink that stuff. Do you guys ever both blank out? Like when I think about when I'm 
DJing one of my own parties with a friend and we both like blank out and all of a sudden it's dead air. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, I've, we've stopped the music before by accident, but uh, <laughs> no, we never blanked out. We've blacked out. We've never blanked out. <laughs> uh, we're with Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury and Bryce Vine uh, this morning. And um, so when you're up there, like what are the chances that you would show up to a show and you've got like the whole thing pre-mixed? Like that's always the, you know, the thought that some people have about EDM music is that you can just easily go up there and press play and just make it look like you're doing something. Well, my favorite thing about DJing has always been that no two shows are the same. So I think it's a bit of an insult to come in there with something pre-recorded or pre-mixed because how do you know that this night's going to be like the next night or the next night? Mm -hmm. You know, our favorite thing was, you know, going back to this college thing, being able to adapt where if you have to like throw in something that brings up the energy or bring it down or a sing-along just being able to do that Mm -hmm. yeah it was funny like even most recently we did a a party for labor day and it was for the jonas brothers it was like their like private event and then the one girl comes up to us and she's like they don't want electronic music anymore they want hip-hop i'm like all right let's go so we ended up playing hip-hop for like an hour after that and if the jonas brothers tell you to play hip-hop you play hip-hop okay (laughs) (laughs) um uh, Bryce, what song are you listening to right now that you're like, oh, I wish I wrote that song or that you just can't get out of your head and, you know, the song you're reaching for? A lot for. of the songs on the Post Malone album. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know, Oof, that so Circle good. song Circles. is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Post that was actually Malone. written by a bunch of Canadians oh, here in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Circles? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, one of Joe and I's buddies, he actually wrote it. Huh. This is the song we're talking about right here. On deck. Yeah. Coming at you right now. <laughs> uh, you know this song, right? We've started playing it here on Energy. Kind of a feel good. Okay, yeah. what about you guys? Uh, Loud Luxury. Uh, I would, I would Andrew, have to agree. This song, come on, there isn't another song. This is that a massive can, song. Dude, this song's so good, it speaks for everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I discovered Lizzo right before her songs made it on the radio and before she kind of started topping the charts. And I, I felt like, oh, I, I discovered her. You know? <laughs> I was introducing people to her. Like, yeah. more I'd never heard of yeah. Lizzo. And is there an artist like that that you can tell us about right now that you think is yeah. going to be huge in another three months? Well, he just dropped an album as well around the same time. And there's an artist that goes by the name St. John. He's mm-hmm. kind of similar to Post. And, like, honestly, I'm, like, super convinced he's, like, the next big thing. Or I sincerely hope so. It's funny that you said Lizzo, did though, because we s- actually all did a show together. Oh, did really? Yeah, yeah she's amazing. Yeah, she she is crazy on stage. I, I hear she loves poutine. Really? Yeah, <laughs> My kind of girl. Yeah. When she was in town, she ordered f- uh, five poutines for like her whole backstage That's crew amazing. from um, Smoke's Poutinery. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, what, what she's song, got good taste. Yes. What song from um, St. John? St. John should we listen to? I got like uh, Brown Skin Girl, Trap, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Most of them probably are swearing it. But, <laughs> That's uh, all right. Call, call me after you hear this is a good one. Call me after. Why is that not even showing up here? What the hell? Call me. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it. Yeah, or I heard you got too late. I heard you got too late last night. I got this one here. Let's listen to this one. I'm going to get right into the middle of it. This is St. John. Kind of a chill vibe going on with it. I like it. So now would you reach out to a St. John? Because, you know, you're a fan and say, hey, uh, you guys ever want to work together? Would love to. 
you know, um, I don't think it's as easy as just like sliding in their DMs. Oh, yeah. So, like, but, how do you reach out to someone? Let's say, let's you know, like, what what is the process of that? You just got to know someone that knows somebody. Sometimes, I mean, you you could just go into their DMs and be like, "Yo, let's work." But I mean, yeah. it, it's or, different every time. Or just pray that you meet them at a party in LA, yeah. like Bryce. Right. Well, yeah. tell us about this party. Yeah. Who else is there at this party? <laughs> like when you're. At I don't. A, I don't even remember. Don't remember where, where did we? Well, it was, what was it? it was Chantel Jeffrey's party. Oh, yeah, that's she right. She was that's DJing right. the launch of something. And she's a good friend of ours, sick DJ, amazing taste in music. Um, and we came and hung out with her. And she just recently had picked up an agent who's Bryce's agent. You guys are like oh. day one. Like you guys go back decades, right? Yeah. You and Josh. Yeah, it's my best friend. Yeah. Um, and so we met through that. And then he was like, yo, like you guys should work with Bryce. And we're like, like say yes, less. Like, 100%. Huge mm. fans. Do you guys go to these like ever like a party and you see these celebrities that are like A-list and you look at each other and you're like, oh my God, we have to pinch ourselves that we're in this circle now. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like the other day, uh, well, last month, I think um, we were just getting like smoothies and like Kendall Jenner was beside us. And we're like, oh, that's Kendall. All right, cool. And then she was like watching us eat. It was really awkward. I was kind of just like, ah. But it's funny because like, five years ago us probably would have been like oh my god like we need to get a picture whereas after you live in LA for a bit stuff like that happens you're just like ah I'm over it okay so uh, give me another random celebrity uh, run in where you're not even it's nothing to do with you being what you are but you're at the mall or something uh, any other famous people you've run into in LA yeah uh, I mean it happens it happens, it happens every a day. lot like it's, I actually fanboyed yesterday I met Joe Russo who's the director of the Avengers movies oh okay so I saw him on the Big street one. and he was like with his people and they were like surveying a building I was like wait I'm like that's Joe Russo. I'm like I asked him for a picture. I was like, oh, I love your work, man. Yeah, but I don't think any of our experiences with celebrities compare to you getting shouted out by Drew Barrymore, yeah. Bryce. Yeah, that's so crazy. When you have a song called Drew Barrymore, obviously news gets back to her. And so, what's the interaction that occurs? Uh, I mean, she hasn't called lately. You know, no, but, <laughs> but but like you hear from her people, or uh, she when you say a Drew Barrymore showed out. I just shot the Kelly Clarkson show in L.A., and the first time I've heard from Drew Barrymore was randomly on the screen at her show the day that we shot it, and she sent us like a video message saying how much she loves the song. So Aww. bucket listed. Yeah. yeah. No kidding, that's pretty cool. Are you going to start writing songs about other uh, artists you want to get Yeah, yeah. So we're funny. like, damn, it's that oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for Brad Pitt and George Clooney, the follow-ups to Drew Barrymore. And, uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, see if you could get them uh, to hang out with you. More when you guys. guys are back in Canada, is there anything you like to do like that you can't do when you're in the States? Um, Eat Smarties. Yeah. Sorry. Poutine. No, smokes poutine. Um, most of the time, pretty much the first thing after I do what I do when I land is to really get smokes poutine. Yeah, I like biking down by the water. Yeah, just go up and down the path. Oh, it's kind of nice. That sounds boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sounds it's healthy. Not true. Sounds healthy. Yeah. Uh, are we? You know, I never really asked. Uh, are we plugging anything in particular other than the new song and uh, who you? You know, what you guys are they up start to? I'm not alright. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this song right now is our main focus. We're really humbled about the fact it's already gone gold in Canada. We're gonna do the music video for it next week, actually. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Fun. And we, we all really believe in it. So, like, this is the focus for us for now. I saw a whole bunch of dates all over the world, but I don't see anything in Toronto area. Uh, we're, we're, we're holding out for that one. Uh, okay. When we come back to Toronto, it's going to be very special. Okay. What a tease. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, check out 
Bryce and uh, Loud Luxury on I'm Not Alright. And uh, check out all their other stuff as well. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah.